What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 40 of Trapped My Mind. I'm your host, Seth. And today with me, I got some long friends, long lost friends, Denzel and Charles. Yo. Yo. What is up, dude? Nothing, man. Working 24-7. That's about it, for real. I ain't got no life, no cap. I ain't got no life. Pepsi is slaving me. I have a hard, I have a hard time believing that. I have, bro. I swear to God, dog, no cap. I work in the night shift and I sleep throughout the whole day, so it's just bad. Oh, uh, you work at night shift? Yeah. What What hours are that? Uh, ten to like they make me work. They can uh, add like four additional hours. So then that's that's what they, they got do. Randomly. Randomly, and they do it every day. Twelve hours <laughs> shifts, not every so day. random. Straight twelves <laughs> every day, bro. Five days out the week, and then they, they give us like a ten or ten, two ten, ten hours every week. So it's like. Six days out the week. I'm but it's like the night shift, like, uh, like 8 p.m. to 8 a.m.? Uh, yeah, 10 to 10. Oh. Yeah. You ever worked the night shift? I did at Amazon when I worked my when I moved to um, Indianapolis. I was, I was on the night shift. Yeah, that's the thing. No. Amazon worked you like a dog, I've heard. Yeah, but I was a manager, luckily. So. Were you like at a warehouse? Yeah. Yeah, that so, you're working still. Even as yeah, a manager, was, you're yeah. working. You did a lot of computer work, though. Originally, with, like, no manual labor. So. Was, but the hours, though. Yeah. Did they peak up? Were you there, like, for holidays? I wasn't there for how I didn't make that. <laughs> Dude, I don't blame you. Because I heard Amazon's cool to work for if you like to work hard. Like, Definitely. Hardcore. But I've worked night shift once, dude, and that shit sucks. Because we're just, we're just not like wired to be yeah, that's what it is operating at night. Mm-hmm. But how long you been doing that? Uh, I'll be six months now. Yeah, straight six months of slaving. So you haven't had a winter yet? Not a winter yet. They say it's supposed to slow down, but they ain't looking like it. Good luck, bro. Yeah. Night shift in the winter. Pray for me. <laughs> Pray for me. That's brutal. Yeah. But, so we were just catching up a little bit before you got here. Well, before we got on the podcast, because obviously you got here. Yeah. And, dude, it's, like I said, like I said, when you guys got here, it's been a while. Long time. You went, you were in the same grade as me. You had a couple classes. Yeah. Grade below me, but still, same school. Yeah. And I guess, first question, what made you want to reach out? Uh, uh, I seen you uh, seen your podcast with Kelly and uh, her boyfriend, and I was just like, bro, Charles, we should go on a podcast, bro. I ain't, I ain't never been on one. And I always, I, I said it looked interesting for real, so I was like, might as well just reach out to him. And he hit me up for it, and I was like, hit him up, hit up Charles. He was like, but let's do it for real. And I was like, it was more so a joke, but I was like, he was he sounded too lit for me. So I was like, all right, bro, we can do it. And Wait, who sounded too lit? Charles or me? Charles. Oh, you're about it. Yeah, yeah he was for sure. About it for sure. Oh, yeah. So I was like, let's do it for sure. And then he hit me up, reached out. So did you at all? Yeah. And th- not trying to get you, but did you at all know what the podcast was about when you reached out? Uh, no, no, not that at all. No. Mm-mm. Do you know what it's about? No, I'm trying to my mind. Well, yeah, n- nothing crazy. It's just like having conversation about, you know, things that maybe need to be talked about more. Okay, yeah, right. right. Uh, and then obviously there's a undertone of mental health because that's mm-hmm. a big thing to me mm-hmm. anyway. That's why I always ask people at the end for a mental mm-hmm. health tip. Mm-hmm. So when I saw you guys reach out, well, for one... I haven't seen your ass in so long. We were, yeah, pretty, yeah. I thought like we were pretty good friends in high yeah, school. Definitely. We were always friends, but never like yeah, close like that. Forever, yeah. But yeah, but it was still cool always because vibes, I was like, always fuck vibes. yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. These guys are reaching out. Haven't talked to you in a while. Just curious to see also what you've been up to. So, um, fuck man, is there anything that you guys had on your mind? Like, what did you think you were coming into? Uh, well, I don't know. Talk about deep conversations for real. Let's get into it. I don't know. Not, I don't know really what exactly we was gonna get into. I was wondering that at, at talking Charles, like, what do you think you gonna talk about? And he kept asking me the same thing. So <laughs> we're just gonna see when we get here. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm really up. To, I'm I'm open to anything because the reason I guess I wanted to start this. I guess I'll level set. The reason I wanted to start this is because you know last year shit just hit the fan, yeah. especially in America, right? Mm-hmm. You had the pandemic. You had all those 
uh, well, you had the George Floyd thing. You had all of, like, the... Everything that could be a disaster was just happening. Yeah, for sure. And that really, I feel like, divided people. Oh, you had the election. Was that 20... Yeah, that was 2020. Yeah. You had the election pulling up. And I'm not really cool into, like, picking sides one way yeah. or another. And so I always fucking hate it because I'd be like, I, I went to high school with this person this person, and they got along fine in high school. But now because they have a different opinion, they yeah. fucking hate each other yeah. on social media. Also, don't feel like they'd say any of that shit to them face in person. So I hated that because I was like, dude, if you just had a conversation, sure, maybe you won't agree, but you come to understand. You know, you come to understand because I don't think anybody is intentionally irrational, right? Yeah. Like you might have strong feelings on something, and maybe I do too. But if I have been through what you've been through, and I know what you know, I might think the same way as you, but I don't. That's why my that's why my opinion's different. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what this whole thing was about. Yeah. But uh, it was. Is there any uh, topic coming into it that you're like, hmm? Like, did you like, when you said you you're wondering what it's about yeah. or what we might get into? Did you have any idea like where it might go? Uh, maybe like depression, anxiety, and stuff like that. Maybe yeah. We seen. I, didn't John talk about that with Kelly and them a little bit of that? Yeah. 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 Well, that's a lot of people have talked yeah. about that because that's one thing too, and that's it's cool that people talk about that because I think it really highlights how many people have struggled with that. Yeah. And and. And the stories behind, like, why somebody might be feeling that way. Yeah. Everyone has a different story, and there's similarities between everybody, but then there's also vast differences. Right. And that's one reason why when I uh, seen the podcast, you know, like, me and him been had, like, a lot of history together, like, deep history for real. So mm-hmm. I thought, like, if we did come together, we could talk about that type of stuff, too, though, for sure. Because yeah, because we really never do. Yeah, we don't. Ever. We're, like, best friends. We never had a conversation. So. Why do you think that is? I think, honestly, I think... And this isn't like, but I think it's a race thing, honestly. You think so? I feel like black males don't, they just don't do that. Like, it might be easier for, say, like you and a friend you've been. Wes. So, say, like, Wes. You and Wes <laughs> have been so close. And so, I don't know why. It's just maybe how we grow up. We yeah, just don't have those conversations. Yeah. It's yeah, like weak to kind of talk about your feelings yeah. type of thing. And if you talk about it, he's like, oh, he's being a, a female. Yeah. Or, uh, so, just push it off. And then Feminine just, vibes you're giving out there. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So, it's like. No, dude, and I've always wondered that um, because obviously, well, for one, it's different between men and women, mm-hmm. and then I think you're probably right. It probably is different between black men or you know men of color mm-hmm. and white men because, and I don't really know why, but I was watching something. I was I'm a big TED Talk guy, and I was watching uh, a TED Talk, and I forgot the gentleman who was on it, but it was uh, about it was about depression, anxiety, and basically he's like, you know. Every time you think of a guy coming forward talking about his, his mental health, it's always a white guy. It's never a black guy. And why do you think that is? Because when a black guy does it, it's seen as either vulnerable, weak, or if they lash out because of bad mental health, mm-hmm. it's because they're a bad person, they're angry. It's, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's, we put people in two different, two different silos for that. So have you ever, have either of you guys ever opened up about that stuff to somebody and it was received badly? Like they were like, oh, don't be a bitch or... Mm. Luckily, I don't think I have, no. Yeah, I don't really open up too, too much to really get that type of reaction, for real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so I guess, so, what if you think, what do you think is the reason behind why it's different between black men and white men? Mm. Just the reaction we're going to get out of it, like, uh, how they going to take it, you know what I'm saying? From like, your peers? Yeah, how they going to make fun of it type of thing, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Kind of look at us like weak, you know, soft. That's more so what it is, for real, to me, type of thing. That's too, And I think white... I think white men in general are more like comfortable. Like yeah. friends, they're way more comfortable than like say like me and like you and Wes are probably so comfortable with each other. Like you can go 
I don't know how to describe it, but I feel like you guys are just way more, like, comfortable with each other to have those conversations. So when it happens, you're like, oh, bro, like, like what's going on? But, yeah, I, feel, I wonder if it's, like, a different type of comfortability. Because I feel like you guys are still, like, you're close as fuck, yeah. your homeboys. And I feel like it's just maybe the conversations we have might be mm-hmm. different. But I don't think, like, I'm any more closer to Wes than you are to Denzel. Right, right, okay. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is strange. Cause I, and I will say, even as... A white guy, it's still hard to talk about that shit because right. I know I, I never used to because yeah. I think there is a connotation well, that there shouldn't be. There is kind of like a, oh, I feel kind of weak mm. if I can't just face my problem myself. And I know for me personally, it was a lot of that until one day just I, I was it was either going to be suicide mm-hmm. or it was going to be all right. I got to just swallow my pride and talk to somebody. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's also easier to talk to women about it. Because sure. I think they're, they, I think women kind of respect guys who can do that, mm-hmm. but that's not always the answer you want, because you don't want to be babied. Mm-hmm. And so when I like broke the news and said I had some shit wrong with me, I had to go to my brothers, which yeah. mm-hmm. my older brothers. So I was kind of expecting them to like, hey, you're a bitch, you yeah, know, exactly, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. But you know, if someone really gives a shit about you, I think it's usually gonna be well received, right? Yeah. Like they don't want you hurting yourself, they don't want you feeling shitty, and most people can relate to that, mm-hmm. right? For sure. It's wild, but... Yeah, I guess... I don't know. What kind of... I don't know what kind of questions I, I can ask here. Because I'm not trying to, like, you know... Talk to us, bro. Get, any, get under anybody's skin. It's right, just... Nah, bro. You good. I promise you. <laughs> so, if you know that you guys are cool, like the two of you, mm-hmm. and I feel like you know that he's not judgmental of you no matter what you do, and, and vice versa, why can't... Like, why haven't you guys just had a conversation? Or have you now? Uh, we have every now... Like, I'll give him an example. Like, back in high school, bro, we got into some trouble. Uh, mm-hmm. Back in high school, we got into some type of little trouble, and we had to go through this little program. And we had met this lady that uh, was like kind of our therapist. We talked to her. She used to come to Franklin a few times every now in a week to talk to us. Oh, nice. And, uh, no, Charles, like, like, in high school, Charles was, like, my best friend. Like, when my, even when I first came to high school, like, he was probably, like, the only guy I used to hang out with all the time. And so, like, I'm talking, like, hang out all the time. And it just, like, we talk about everything type of thing. And then one day, he, uh, the night came in, and he was, like, she told me, like, uh, Charles got to tell you something. And I was, like, what? And he just kind of, like, he was looking at me, and he kind of broke down. And was telling me his feelings and, like, what he was going through. And it kind of, like, hurt me because I was, like, this is my best friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never knew he felt that way type of thing. You know what I'm saying? And it was not, like, nothing towards me. It was just, like, his life, what he's going through. And I'm, right. like, I'm with him every day type of thing. And I was, like, damn, I didn't know he was going through that type of thing. So it was, like, we don't open up enough at all for real. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, he was going through that for a long time, bro. And it's just, like, damn, bro. I've been with you this whole time. And you felt like you couldn't express yourself. So when you say you didn't know he was going through shit like that, did you not know the actual situation he was going through, or did you not know how it affected him, or both? Both. You know what I'm saying? He, he got a dog-ass poker face, like dead ass. Like, he, <laughs> I believe that. For real, 100%, bro. He would act like he's not going through a thing. Uh, for real. Damn. And so that was in, I was in high school? Yeah, it's like my, my your senior year, my junior year, or my sophomore year, your junior year. Your sophomore year, my junior year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And that just made us even closer, though, you know what I'm yeah. saying? That's what, and I'm glad, you, I'm glad that yeah. that was the mm-hmm. case, because I think that's... That's why difficult conversations are so hard to have because it's like you don't know how somebody's gonna receive it. Yeah. But I would I would argue ten times out of ten you come out better from it because you're like shit that person trusts me to break down or to tell me what's going on, and now I you know and I like that like I love that person like that's your boy that's your friend that's your whoever that's your brother, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know it's it, it's almost kind of like a and and if you feel a different way correct me but to me it's kind of like a weight lifted off shoulders like when yeah, somebody just sure. fucking knows you're like. Okay, I don't have to do this by myself. 
it's not just my secret anymore. Yeah. So when he, when he saw you kind of like, or when he learned about what you were going through, like, right. how was that for you? I mean, it was hard because like like he said, like I didn't want to I didn't want to express myself like I didn't want I didn't want her to know like the therapist like I didn't want to, but she like she forced it out of me and she was like, well does Denzel? And I'm like, no, I've never I haven't told anyone so. And then, like, seeing him, how he reacted, and then we kind of had a conversation after that. It felt great. Like, after I felt great. After I told him. Hell yeah. And so, I mean, if you want, we don't have to, but do you want to get into some of the shit that was, like, that you were going through? Uh, back we then? We don't have to. No, nah, we can. We can. So, back then, it was a tough, because my grandma, she died for me. It was, it was that, 20 2013, 2014. So it was like close around that, that same time. junior year. Yeah, it was around that time. And I was just going through it back then because like I felt like I could have done like so much more. I felt like I was a bad grandson because like say my mom would tell me because she was older. She was super old. Mm-hmm. So my mom would tell me like we about to go to your grandma's. I'm like, oh, I don't want to go over there. Da, 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 da. We get over there. I just sitting over there just like huh, ready to go. And then just so randomly one day my grandma calls me like her mom, she calls me and was like, you got to go to the hospital. I'm like, why? She's like, your grandma's in the hospital. I'm like, okay, let's go. And like an hour later, she was gone. Just like that. Would you say that you were pretty close with your grandma? Oh, yeah, for sure. We were super close. But I just never, I felt like I didn't do enough. So it was just like when I was broken and I just never, like it happened. That was it. And I just never talked about it with anybody, like ever. So you didn't give yourself a chance to actually feel all your emotions. No, like just I didn't. Kind of put even at the on it. yeah, for sure. Even at the funeral, like I didn't even shed a tear. I just kept, just kept going. Like nothing happened, and I just kept it in me for so long and never said anything to anyone. And it was like other stuff. Like my dad, my dad was in prison at the time still, and I blamed so much stuff on him. So then that and that and it just kept building up, and I just kept kept it to myself. Do you have brothers or any siblings? I have a sister. Older sister. Older sister? Mm-hmm. So if your dad was in prison, did you kind of have to like feel that void of like the man of the house? Oh, for sure. But I had a stepdad, but he wasn't he wasn't my dad, but he was right. he was always there for sure. He was basically like my dad, but he just wasn't my dad. So I just felt like and I took some of that stuff out on him too. Like he would be trying to be hard on me, but I'm like, you know my dad, you can't tell me what to do stuff like right. that. But I was a kid though, so So when you were at the uh, funeral, like did you see other people like other people mm-hmm. crying? Like my mom, she was she was horrible. Right. And I just had to, I was, I don't know. What about other males? Males? Any other guys crying? Not really so much males. Cause really, my, that side of my family is really all, like, all females. Like, my okay. aunt has 12 kids, and nine of them are females. All well, all girls. And three boys. Okay. So, yeah. it's really all, all males throughout the whole place. Damn, dude. And so, well, I guess a question, too, and I don't, hopefully this doesn't come off, like, Mm. However, but are, are, would you say that generally uh, in black families, you're pretty close with your grandparents like always? I kind of, I, I feel like I've, I've, yeah. I've heard that quite a bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sometimes more to your mom, bro. For Sometimes more to your mom, for sure. Because they don't, they don't punish you as much, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That too. They just, I don't know. It's different. Grandparents yeah, are grand, different. Yeah, for sure. Like my grandparents, if my grand probably was to pass right now, I think he would take me with him. I have to go with him. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know what to do. He's getting, they're getting old, and that scares me. Yeah, 100%, bro. Yeah, dude. I don't even like to think about when, like, parents die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've lost my grandparents, but I think it's different at a younger age because you haven't had as much time mm-hmm. to get to know them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But even so, when yeah. I, like, my grandma, I lost 2011. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and she was, my, she was my neighbor. She lived next to me or in my house my entire life. And that shit rocked me, you know, 
I couldn't even. I, I, I didn't have a good poker face. I just yeah. fucking started crying. <laughs> but I always hated I hated when people saw me cry. So I tried to just cry, like, you know, in my room if yeah. I could. Yeah, yeah. I could. You're but right, right, yeah. That shit is tough, though. Mm-hmm. So. But Which, even then, though, when you, like, kind of, like, like, when he vented to me and everything, he still, like, after that, he closed off again, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he flip, he still go through a whole lot of things, and he put on that poker face, and I feel like that's what you all do, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, like, okay, right. I, had a, I had a bit of vulnerability, but I'm, yeah. I got it. Yeah. Like, I'm just uh-huh. telling you what's going on, but yeah. I can handle exactly. it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, how long do you think it took you to, like, have you ever really faced that emotion of losing your grandma? I did. I faced it. I just had to do it by myself. Obviously, I did it alone, and like I went and got this. When I got this tattoo, I was sixteen. I got my first tattoo was of her, her whole breast cancer thing. That's how she passed. I got that, and that helped a little bit. And then I just kept moving on. Then I really didn't face it all the way, honestly, until after I graduated high school, probably. So it took a while before I actually had to sit down and know. I knew it was a problem. I knew I had to. I had to grieve at some point, so it took See, me that, a while. That is wild because, you know, obviously you're a lot closer to Charles than I've ever been, but I feel like, you know, in high school, I would never even would have known, for mm-hmm. one, that you lost your grandma mm-hmm. or that you were, like, struggling with anything. Yeah. Because, like, you were right. From what from, from outside looking in, I'm like, oh, Charles always just, he's a guy that dances, right? He's a guy <laughs> that's always having fun. Yeah, it was just so much, so much going on. Like, I feel like I couldn't, I didn't have that time to do it, like, from football, basketball track school all that different type of stuff i just feel like i i couldn't do it i just had to keep moving on yeah so i had that conversation with rogers uh, nathan rogers he mm-hmm. came on and we were talking because he he stays fucking busy too with mm-hmm. lots of sports and, and school and whatnot did you and this could be a question for both of you because i know you both played what a couple sports yeah. did you occupy all your time because you just really love playing all these sports and like you liked what came with it or did you occupy your time uh, so that way you didn't have so much alone time or why did you do so many activities mm-hmm. uh, more so because it's always been my family like we always been a whole bunch of athletes in my family so it just kind of like grew into it like loving the sports and then it's just more so like you don't want to get in no trouble you know what I'm saying you don't you want to get, get into nothing mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying it's, just, it's really bad to get into trouble especially in Detroit Michigan you know what I'm saying you know it's easy to get into some trouble so and I was at first when I was going to Franklin I was coming from Detroit to Michigan. So have you always lived in Detroit? No, I uh, moved to Westland my junior year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then I started going to school from there, yeah. But then you're back in Detroit. Yeah. So, and you live with your, uh, well, we don't have to get into that. Don't matter. Yeah, yeah, I live with my mom and grandma, yeah. Did they move to Westland? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So they just moved back? Well, no, I live with my mom in Westland. My grandma lived in Texas. My grandma just moved back from Texas. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is she from Texas? No, we from from here, but she lived, like, out there the last, like, 10 years. I heard Texas. Yeah. I heard parts of Texas are pretty cool. <laughs> Maybe not all of Texas, but I heard like Austin's pretty sweet. So I guess same question for you then. Like, why did you always stay so occupied? I feel like I mean I love I love sports. Like I was passionate about football and basketball the most. Track was really just to just because coaches wanted me to do it. But football and basketball for me has always been like that's since I was like three or four years old. Like that's what I've been so go so hard about and I definitely feel like I didn't want as much alone time like I never wanted to be like if I go home I wanted to go home do homework go to sleep wake up go to school like I never wanted to just be at home just not doing anything like he said staying out of trouble that was the biggest thing and I felt like sports especially high school sports it was so much fun and you was just you all that time that was the perfect time just to just to do you right 
So, okay. So, question going back to you, um, and you can also feel free to answer, but I know you said you lived in Detroit. It's easy to get into some trouble. Did uh, you ever have to interact with some, I guess we can call them troublemakers? Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> like, did you ever get, like, some pressure to, like, hey, yeah, quit doing gonna... those sports, quit going to school? Like, uh, not, not so necessarily none of like that. Just, like, just people trying to, you know, just get into altercations yeah, more so, just get into fights and everything. But you would like, yeah, like I definitely got into a lot of fights, which you would never think that type of thing. But yeah. Yeah, because you're always, I feel like you get along with everybody. Yeah, I do. And that's the crazy thing. I get along with everybody, bro. Like in high school, our parents, teachers, everybody loved me type of thing. But just when you go out to Detroit, bro, just like people just want to start mess. Just, mm-hmm. yeah. Just, mm-hmm. just size you up and try you? You look, you look at a person, <laughs> like, home, you walk past a person, you just like look at them and just keep walking. They just think you tried, you tried something. You can honk at somebody wrong and they try to shoot you, bro. <laughs> Damn, dude. Well, I guess I take back. But what I still I say, love though. my city, though. I still love my city. <laughs> yeah, well, of course. That's not everybody. Uh-huh, right? exactly. That's just, yeah, it's just no, every now and then. It's just yeah. It's the fact that when you see that type of stuff, though, it just makes you cautious. You know what I'm saying? You get, you just look over your shoulder and just of course a habit. You get you get irritated having to do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I guess another thing, uh, and again, anything I bring up, if you guys don't want to go down the topic, just yeah, say yeah. fuck you, Seth. We'll go down a different topic. <laughs> so, uh, but you said like you get sick looking over your shoulder. Would you say that's the case with some of those people that are always trying to fight you? Um, and what is there like another like? What do you mean? Look, always looking over your shoulder. Yeah, uh, like um, you just don't want to like. You get into some altercation. He remembers your face. Like I don't know if you've seen like that video with Coney Island, the American Eagle Coney Island story, uh, <laughs> where a dude, like he got into a fight with a guy three years ago. Like three dudes jumped his uh, brother and they killed his brother. And that was like three years ago, and he seen them guys at the same Coney Island. He was just sitting there, bro. They was all chilling, and he just walked up to him and killed all four of them. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. See that 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 is, and I guess that's where I'm glad you're giving me some perspective because yeah. I kind of thought like, and I always tell people too, like my mom especially, she goes, "Be careful going down Detroit, whatever." And I still go down there, but I always be like, "No one's gonna try anything. Like, no one's gonna fuck with you if you just." Keep your head down. Don't try to fuck with anybody else. But it sounds like that's that's there's some that's people ninety percent of the time for okay. real. You know what I'm saying? But they some people just they see they see somebody they can just you know try to they can get down on and people especially nowadays that that PPs ain't working no more. And, uh, <laughs> unemployment ain't they going so you know they right. ain't no money so. So again, so people try to like fight you or rob you or both. Both anything, bro. <laughs> people don't care no more, bro. It's just. I don't know. Lately, it's just been bad in the city. Is it like that all over in Indy? And so, like the east side of Indy is is really like Detroit, really. Really. Yeah. Have, have, would you would see would you say that you're kind of noticing the same thing though? Like there's some people that are always trying to look in for trouble and. In Indy is really not as bad. No, not at all. Really, like I go downtown and stuff all the time. I haven't having any problems or anything like that. Like it's it's way nicer than, like what it is in downtown Detroit and all that stuff. I would say for sure. So, okay. Yeah. But I, my thing is, I just want to like, I, I just know Detroit so well. Like, if I just feel like I got new scenery, like you know, my my, my everything is just I relax. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I just so you I know the places to avoid. Yeah, I know, places yeah, to I, stick know with. My, I know my environment so well. It's just that I'm just so nervous of it. But if I was just, like move to a different city, you know, I, I don't know nobody. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I just feel. That's like, how I feel like in India. I'm good. I'm yeah, good everywhere. I, go. I don't care where I go in India. I can I'm go to good. the hood in India. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from why, Detroit. So because so, so why is that? Just because we come from here. Like what he said. Like. Just to where we at, like new sceneries. Like I, we, I feel like we come from, we one of the worst places. Honestly, right. like we know we've seen so much, going through so much. I feel like going to a new city where you don't know nobody, nobody knows your face. 
you good everywhere we go. Exactly, exactly. Okay, yeah, I mean, that is, I feel like I've never felt that, so yeah. it's, it's, I wonder why that, I don't know it's, if it's. It's weird for sure, but it's definitely a thing, like, when I moved to India, I was good, like, I wasn't worried, I moved by myself, and, like, I live in the hood, like, in apartments, I live, I have a nice apartment, but I live in the hood, but it's just, like, I'm never worried about anything. Because you were, like, I've seen Because you're so used Detroit. to this, you're so used to this, it's just, like, whatever. Damn. So yeah, did you like so when you were living in Detroit? Did you like coming in to Livonia for school? Was that like uh, nice breath, or uh, breathtaking? Bro. I, just, <laughs> I ain't gotta worry about nothing. Everybody just give me good vibes. It's just all you know. Y'all just y'all just y'all brought me in like y'all family type of thing for real around Livonia. So that's why it was always cool. Yeah. That's cool because I feel like I hear lots of shit about Livonia being like uncultured and just. Racist. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it definitely is still. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, yeah. they definitely have their people. I ain't gonna cap to you, but yeah. like my people, like the people I've grown around with, have always showed me love for real. Yeah, I agree. With you. Like, I I loved. I didn't like come when I first came into Livonia. Like my freshman year, I hated it because like yeah. I I quit playing baseball. My mom thought I was gonna go to college for playing baseball. And I baseball? Tried, yeah, I tried out for the baseball team. I made it the first day, and then the second day. I went. I didn't go back because I was the only black kid on the team. I'm like, I'm done. I'm not about to. They don't want to pick me. I stopped playing baseball and just played football and basketball. But, yeah, like he said, everybody was real, like, welcoming. And I'm, I'm like, man, these, these white people, they ain't about to like me like that. But then exactly, yeah, we got so used to everybody and it just changed. I love I love Franklin. I like Franklin, too, for the most <laughs> part. So I, you brought up a point that I guess I want to ask, but I'm so awkward at asking questions, too, because mm-hmm. I don't know if people are going to take it. But mm-hmm. it all it's all in love. Mm-hmm. So you said that you were the only black guy on the, mm-hmm. on the baseball team. And... Uh, again, through work, I was watching. So I was at a, I was having a conversation with somebody, and he's he's a high up leader in mm-hmm. my company. He's a black guy, and he's mm-hmm. like, no one ever asked me how it feels to be the only black guy in the meeting. We're back. I don't know what the fuck that was. I think that's uh, that's my technology telling me I need to upgrade because this <laughs> shit's old. A little technical difficulties. Little, little technical difficulties. We, we bet. But um, so I don't know what it cut off and what it didn't. But I guess what I was asking mm-hmm. is, you're saying that you're the only black guy in the. Uh, on the baseball team, mm-hmm. has there been lots of scenarios at Livonia schools, just in Livonia or it, just throughout your life, where you look around, you're the only black guy there? Oh yeah, for sure. Every, like we were, we had a few kids on the football team and basketball team. But it was never like, but I think it was probably like our 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 senior year. We probably graduated. I don't know how many black kids. It was like thirty of us. Maybe it was like maybe 30, 40, and we had like what four hundred in our graduating yeah, class. Yeah, yeah, that's like for me. Yeah, it was, our number was so small, but I knew every single one of them. And so what is that? Because I can't even begin to think, like, I, like every time, everywhere I look, there's always multiple white guys. Yeah. So what is, is that, like, what does that feel like? At first, it was awkward, at first, because, like, as a kid, for me, like, elementary school, all black. Middle school, all black. Mm-hmm. High school. Where did, you, where did you go to school before? I went to Joy Prep. It's on uh, Dexter Road in Detroit. Okay. And then I went to Bradford Academy. It's, like, Southfield slash Redford. And then coming to Livonia schools, it was... All white, like everywhere I went. Like I think it was my eighth grade year. I went to a Franklin basketball camp, and I went there. I played good. So then the JV basketball coach asked me to come play there, like that same night. And I was the only one in the basketball camp. I was black. I came to the game. I was the only black kid on both teams. So it was just like it was crazy. And especially coming from you said in school, it was like all black kids mm-hmm. growing up. So. Did that, when you came over to Livonia schools and you were maybe one of the only black kids in the class, maybe one or two or mm-hmm. three, was that kind of like, oh, I feel like 
did that like pitch you against everybody else at first, or is it kind of like, oh, I feel awkward, I don't have. I feel I felt awkward for sure at first, but then I just it it went away. Like I don't know when or when it clicked, but it just went away. You just learn to adapt. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Adapt to your environment, yeah. type of thing. For sure, for sure. That's what it was with me. Anyways, I I adapted to my environment. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. But you said you would say that at least the majority of people at Franklin or that you interact with in Livonia were cool. Oh, yeah, yeah still. for sure. Even to this day, I don't talk yeah. to a lot of people from Livonia still, but even when I do reach out, they still good vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's good. Yeah. yeah. That and I feel like that's and I could be uh, a biased perspective, but I feel like in the grand scheme of things, majority of people in general, whether it's, you know, in Livonia, Detroit, Texas, wherever, majority of people are all cool. We're all human. It's all like, whatever. They don't care the differences between people, but it's just the, the, the little bit of, you know, racism that a few people have mm-hmm. is what's so frustrating. And I feel like that's what gets like sh- the light shined on it. Mostly, right. You feel I feel like you hear so much about the racism in the country, and I guess I'll ask you: Do you really think? Do you think that the country is as racist as like the media sound makes it seem? Absolutely. Oh yeah. You do think so? In Texas, they the government stop uh like uh stop teaching like the kids stop teaching like MLK history and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. They took that out of the books yeah, and all that. Like, that was crazy. Yeah. What? Yeah, they took Martin Luther King and all that stuff out of like history books. Like you don't have to teach that in Texas yeah. no more. It's not it's not required for you to yeah. teach it. That's crazy to me. And what? Who the fuck makes that? Who? Okay. I don't even know I how you know can that. make that. I don't even know how you can determine that. Like you yeah. can just say like, don't teach this. I can't. I, but it's so, the world we live in. So do you think? Um, so majority of people you interact with, you say are probably, you don't think are super racist. Right. Do you think like the, uh, the people in power? I guess in the United States are or like the policies put in place. Like what? What mm. part of America do you think is like shedding all this racism? Mm. I mean, it's, I mean, racism is it's everywhere. You really can't. Right. Yeah, it's really. It's not the really you really like kind of say about like where it come from because it's like come from everywhere. Like, and it just it's more so like the older generation. Like the newer generation nowadays is more so like they're more welcome into mm-hmm. uh, to like the culture. You know what I'm saying? But it's just more so like the older the older culture kind of trying to makes the new culture like kind of like not mess with black people and you know just and colored people in general so it's yeah. just what i feel like it is anyway it just came out of, it really just came out of nowhere too like it it hit like a big jump just out of nowhere and it just got worse within these last past, year or so last year and then honestly when trump got elected it got yeah, yeah, it was what, horrible yeah, yeah. 2016 yeah. 2016 yeah and i don't mean like any anybody who votes for trump that's that's fine i don't yeah. really care about that doesn't but mean like, that they're racist exactly. right it's yeah. just like when he got elected it was just like they were so much more like comfortable with coming out as that we don't like you, we yeah. don't want you to right. do it, and it was just so much crazy stuff, and it just got bad. No, I can agree with that. Both points. I don't mm-hmm. think if you voted for him, yeah, or even if you support him, still that necessarily means you're racist. Right. I do think though when he was in office, because he's so polarizing, people who were racist or are racist yeah. were a lot more comfortable. They felt so much for real, which is wild that like. Okay, so I guess we can take a little bit of a tangent here into a different topic, but still yeah. related. So, talking about like freedom of speech, right? Mm-hmm. You can say anything. You know, I don't know the exact fucking amendment, but it's like <laughs> you can say anything as long as it doesn't like uh, go against somebody's pursuit of happiness, which yeah. means like you can basically say if you wanted to, I hate a certain group of people, right? right. Do we like? What do you feel about can't that? Do that no more. <laughs> you can't do that no more. You shouldn't be allowed, right? Yeah, you can't do that no more. Like, okay, you're expressing your opinion, but. 
that's that's no, I, no. I think you should be able to do it still, but I feel like you just can't, not, in this world now we live in, they, you can't express your opinion without backlash or people hating you for how you feel about things. Mm-hmm. Not saying it's always a good thing how you feel, but it's just the fact that you can't even say what how you feel without people feeling away. Yeah, I guess. But where's the line drawn, right? Because I, I, I feel that too, though. Yeah, it's got to be a line drawn, hundred percent. And I, but who makes that line, right? Uh, because. It'd be awesome if you could say how you feel and not not have to always fight about it. But then when somebody says something like, no, I hate Asians or I hate black people, whatever it is, well, they're saying how they feel, but that's kind of like, seriously? So then you're obviously going to want to be like, all right, well, I'm going to check your ass for that one. (laughs) So where is the line drawn and who who decides that? I mean, the consequences is the line, I guess. Like, if you feel the way you feel, expect... Retaliation, I right. guess, for right. real. You know what I'm saying? But it's just man. so weird that that's really a thing. Like you can really hate like a certain group of people. Like I don't know. No, I don't know that, how that yeah, comes yeah. about. Like, for real, that's crazy. I hate. Like, I can never. Like, I hate white people. I can never. I don't understand how people like. So it's a lot of people that really think like that. Right. Or or not even so much. It doesn't always have to be that black and white. It mm-hmm. could be like, oh, I'm not racist, but then things that people do is kind of like. You're kind of being racist, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Because you're drawing these assumptions, and maybe you treat people okay, but you support systems, or you're, or you just have like little things about you that maybe you don't realize are kind of racist right. in and of itself. Yeah. And that's what's, and I agree with you. It is fucking wild because the most of the people I surround myself with, um, you know, my my friends, my family, it's always kind of been like you human. That is what it is. Yeah. yeah well, basically, it's like. However you treat me, that's how I'm going to treat you. That's how it should be, I think. But it is crazy that some people have, you know, a different opinion from that. And I think it comes from, you know, being conditioned by whoever you were brought up from and the communities you lived in. Mm -hmm. But uh, how do you think that, do you think that could ever be uh, fixed? It's going to always be racism, I feel like. You can't ever change that. But, you know, I feel like... No, it's, it's something I live with forever. I feel like honestly, like yeah, that's nothing that's never gonna change for real. Do you think there's any way it can be improved? I'm not sure for real. I don't know because I feel like a lot of people, like a lot of a lot of different cultures, don't get the same type of treatment. Like black, black, black the black culture. Uh, like, like we've been fighting for all type of rights for years. You know what I'm saying? And then like, I'm not saying they haven't or like you know lesbians and like the gay community and everything like. They get all these type of rights and they get all this like you know this like pride month so easy and everything and it's just, like mm-hmm. we kind of had to fight for all this type of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. Not saying they didn't fight. I know they like, definitely fought and everything, but it's not like right. the type of fight we went through was not like I'm not saying not not 100 the same, but you know for different it, there are differences. You know what I'm saying? It's just like we had to fight for so many years and, and it's just like there's, we obviously haven't gotten the same type of treatment. You know what I'm saying throughout these years for us to have uh you know these type of rights. You know yeah. what I'm trying to say? Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel you. Yeah. yeah. It, I, that is weird too. Like, what different? I don't want to call it movements because it should just be rights for everybody. Mm-hmm. But like, what different movements or um, fights for rights that people get behind? Like, why did you choose to back this one so much and not this one? Right. If you want rights for, if you, if you're saying that you want rights for your group because not everybody has rights, shouldn't you also be saying the same thing for the other exactly. groups that don't exactly. have they rights? They made a was Joe Biden. He passed that was the Asian hate crime bill. And that came out like it was so fast, but we have black people don't have. There's no hate crime bill for black people. Yeah, like, we've been going through the same stuff for hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. But Asians, well, obviously no offense. Like, yeah, of course everybody, everybody I mean, should have a hate. Love crime everybody. Bill. We love everybody. Right? Right. I love everybody. Love <laughs> Just to make that clear. Right? But like black people, we it, especially like 
through the years that like he's seen how much stuff like black people are going through with like the even the police situations all the different type of stuff why couldn't it be a black hate crime bill or something like that it's just i don't know it's just different it is that one so the asian one you know i hope this doesn't sound like i'm like uneducated on it because i really Mm -hmm. just don't pay attention too much to to the news in general now because Mm -hmm. it's just i can't take all the the hate on it but I felt like I didn't even know there was a racism problem against Asians until there's already a yeah. there's already a bill Literally. just like that. I'm like, yeah. I saw like People, one okay. video about some like an Asian hate crime, and then next thing I know, it was a hate crime bill. I'm yeah, like, I didn't even know there was like racism against Asians. <laughs> I thought the only thing against Asians was everyone thought they were good at math, <laughs> and that that you know that's a stereotype, right? I'm not like nah, I'm just poking no. fun. I don't. I love everyone. <laughs> Hopefully that one doesn't get me canceled. <laughs> I feel like that's a good stereotype, right? I wish I was good at math. No, <laughs> now I feel like I'm just digging myself fucking further down this hole, dude. But but for real, it was weird. Like I didn't know there was any hate against Asians, and then next you know, there's an Asian hate crime bill being signed. I'm like, I must have been missing something. Yeah. So when you see something like that happening understanding that like you support it for them right yeah. how does that make you feel like well what about I saw us it, i'm like well that's, that's what i feel like damn like what about us you know what I'm saying? that's what i not not saying like i definitely i support it 100 percent, but it's just like always like what about us like how come it's always it's just so simple to for them but not mm-hmm. for us it's just always a battle mm-hmm. right yeah, it's just like fuck it but damn that's all right that's that's fucked up whatever though moving on can't do anything about it so he's just like damn that's crazy it's moving on so is that kind of like a big thing and the black community is like if there's an issue and it's just like what the fuck it's like well I can't just sulk on this I just gotta move forward I think so oh, for yeah. sure hold much weight on your shoulders if, if you're a black man mm-hmm. I think even even for a black community in general like I don't know how closely you guys watched um, or paid attention to the Olympics because to be honest I didn't really watch it too much or pay attention much but um, are you familiar with Simone Biles mm-hmm. yeah 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 that was crazy so yeah so you know like so she you know, agreed to come to this Olympics, and I, and if I butcher the story, I understand because I, I didn't really pay too much attention. Yeah. But I remember seeing this headline, and I read that article. I'm like, what the fuck? So she came to the she came to the Olympics, right? The best gymnast there is. Yeah. But she set out the first couple competitions yeah. because of and she cited mental health issues, yeah. and people were fucking attacking. Yeah, actually, I was crazy. That shit that made me mad. Like I was furious because like she just said how she felt, and everybody was like, oh, she's being soft. Oh, she thinks she can do what she wants. I don't know. I'm like, mental health is so much bigger than anything we have going on. Like, even the Olympics. Like, that's the biggest thing throughout the whole, like right. the world. But mental health is way more important. Than people weren't trying to understand that. And I didn't know that either. I didn't know mental health was a real, truly thing until I really started going through it myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And mental thing. And mental health is actually like definitely that's that's real issues you go mm-hmm. through. Hundred percent. Yeah, dude. I so I'm gonna take it back to you in just a moment. But just to wrap up that part about the Simone thing, dude. That that was like. I thought we were probably at a point in the country where anybody could, you know, express mental health concerns mm-hmm. and it was kind of accepted. Mm-hmm. And seeing that, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. And, and that's another thing, too, is I think everything turns in. As soon as something comes out, someone draws a line and then you have to be far one side or far the other. Like, right, yeah. everyone was either pissed off at her for doing that decision or they were like, oh, she's a hero because she cited it. It's like, yeah, I think, I don't know that that needs to be a hero. I think that should be normal. Like, hey, if I'm... If I'm not feeling good because, like, my mental space is fucked up, I'm going to sit out. I feel like that should be normal. Yeah. Yeah. You can call her here now a hero now because she highlighted that it's not normal yet. People haven't yeah. accepted it. But that shouldn't have to be such a hero- heroic act. I feel like that should be just 
hey, if like in football, if it's the NFL, hey, coach, I'm, and I know it's funny even saying this. I already know they'd get like dog, but like, <laughs> hey, dude, like, you know, mentally I'm fucked up. I don't think I can play today. That should be normal, but it's yeah, not. Yeah. In high school, that would never fly. No. Like Kelbert, oh no. What? Hey, coach, I'm not. My, my mental is not good. Like, I don't give a fuck. What are you talking about? Yeah. But he's a cool. He's great. Great yeah. guy. Great coach. Best coach like, ever had. He's like, I understand, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so let's go. <laughs> but then if you were like, oh, I have a broken pinky or a broken wrist. <laughs> no, that happened to me. <laughs> they said wrap it up anyway. Listen, still broke to this day. <laughs> Maybe maybe play the whole game with that pinky. Yes, yeah, say it. No offense, looks a little fucked up. It's still <laughs> fucked up, bro. Yes, bro. Is that from basketball? Football. Okay, because I I Chris Knee Hazel. Mine's not the. Oh, Chris. I had his brother on. Oh, did you really? I had uh, uh Tim and Richard. I had Richie on. Richie on. Okay, yeah. Okay. Funny dude. <laughs> yeah, funny. Was he a coach for a little bit? Mm-hmm. He, he was. was. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Chris was too. Last year. And Tim. Yeah, Tim all was. He was uh like JV, I think. JV or freshman. I did not know all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and Chris coached together last year. Oh, yeah. oh you at Franklin? Yeah. Damn, my coach, so did you most? Did you recently move to Indy then? Yeah, it was in December. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know you were coaching over Franklin. That's yeah. cool shit. Receivers and DBs. Oh yeah, getting them right. Mm-hmm. I loved it. That's sweet, dude. Yeah. Um, so going back, you were saying uh, you didn't really know that mental health was like a big thing until you started to struggle with it. Yeah. If you want, when when was that? Uh. My uncle passed away, yeah, uh, and my uncle was like, he went to every football game, so if he went to any Franklin football games, he was everyone, and he was a young guy, like, he was 30 when he passed, so he was, what, about seven years older than me, something like that. Damn. Yeah. But, so it was almost like a friend. Yeah, like my brother, friend, my best brother, friend. Yeah. yeah, he was literally everything to me, so like, I was in Kansas, I was going, to, I was in college at the time, I was in Kansas, uh, playing football there at the time, um, I just had came home from uh, spring break, and I just, I got back to school. My grandma called me because she thought I was uh, in, uh, back home still, and she wasn't living in Houston at the time. And so uh, she was like, "Have you seen my? Uh, have you talked to your your mom? Like, have you talked to my trail?" And I'm like, "No, nah, why?" And she called me and goes, uh, "He got shot." And I'm like, "What?" And like, I was going to a party with a whole bunch of my football teammates, and like, I just like dropped my phone and like just broke down. And so I kind of like grabbed it after a while, and, like called my hung up and called my mom, and I'm she's answering me like I'm on the way to the hospital now. And I'm like, all right, call me back when you get something. And like 20 minutes go by, and I'm just going back and forth pacing, like trying to, like trying to hear something, like just waiting on something. So I call her back. She goes, he's gone. And I was just like, no, like. And I had just texted him that day, like I sent him videos of me, uh, like on seven on seven, like just putting in work, like I'm about to uh, get the first spot of the uh, first spot on the team type of thing. And so yeah, he passed away, and then like uh, I had came home for the funeral. And all my boys came to the funeral and everything, uh, Calvin, Nuke, Charles. And uh, so, like, that kind of, like, kind of, like, fucked me up because, like, my mom went to a bad place. That's her little brother. So, like, yeah, my grandma was not in the uh, – just my grandma's son. And I was like uh, – so, like, it was just, like, really, you know, killing me. So, it was, like, my mom went to this, like, real deep depressed state and kind of, like, like, she kind of – I kind of uh, – she, like, stopped paying bills, like, stopped going to work and all this type of stuff. So, uh she ended up like moving in with her boyfriend, and I had to come home for school because uh, like financial aid was messing up, mm-hmm. and like I had to come home because I had to pay four bands in order to finish college, and that was like the last three weeks of school. And I'm like, y'all telling me this at the last minute? Yeah, college is fucked up. That's a yeah, whole different bro. conversation. It's crazy, bro. Up. So then I ended up having to come home, and uh, so I was homeless for two years, and so like I was going house to house with friends and everything, like living with Calvin, uh, 
few couple friends that live in my car with my dog. I end up getting a dog like a dumbass. And like live with my dog, like literally sleep with my with my dog in the back seat. It was crazy. And then I ended up living with my grandmother, my, my dad's side, and then like she's got like mental issue problems. And so like I went to I went on South Padre, uh, uh spring break trip, like the next year after that. And uh, like I came back home with an eviction notice on my door. Like on mm-hmm. the basement door, and I'm like, what the hell? At your grandma's place? Yeah, and I'm like, and she was like, you just gotta go. Like, I can't do it. I'm like, what I do? And she just never, she was like my dog. And I was like, my dog never, like, really the issue, but she just, you know, she had a mental issue, so I really, I couldn't trip. So then I just kind of like going place to place. And then, like, my grandma came home from Texas. It was just her whole reason why she came back home was for me. And she bought a house, and I've been living with her in her house with her since. And I just began my life together. Got me a nice, real job, and just been working ever since, for real. I'm glad. It's, I'm glad to hear that you're able yeah. to kind of overcome that because mm-hmm. I mean. Well, yeah, but yeah, I was going through it. I'm talking about. I cut off my friends. Like I was just in a social dark place. Like I had a girlfriend at the time, and I was just taking so much anger out on her at the time, and like it just made the that relationship terrible, and it just put me in a deep state. And I still deal with it to this day, and it's still hard for me, for sure, for sure. Dude, I, I fucking. That that's one thing too. I feel like when we do go through some shit. We do take it out on people, like you said, on your girlfriend. I can I can empathize with that. Mm-hmm. But um, so I guess a few questions. So when uh, at the funeral, when when your boys showed up, it meant everything to me, bro. That that show that's that's love. Like you can't really you can't teach that. You know what I'm saying? That's just something you know. That I ain't asked them to. They just they pulled up on me. You know that, that you know what I'm saying? And I walked up. I walked up with them like they was kind of like behind me, walking up to his casket, and I kind of seen it, and I just turned around and walked away, and like. They just kind of know, like, just give them a space. Don't even, don't go, don't go up to me or like that. Just give them a space type of thing. It's just like, you know, your, your boys know you for real. You know what I'm saying? So it just, that's a different type of love. Did that ever kick off a conversation, you know, between you and them about how you were feeling? Uh, not, you, you, they know, they knew how my, they, they all knew my uncle. Like, they all have personal relationships with my uncle themselves. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So they knew, like, when they heard the story, they was like, they was, they was all in shock. Like, for real, like, not my trail. I'm like, yeah, bro, like, he gone. And so they, you know what I'm saying? They all showed their respects and came to, to this funeral, and there was love, for real. Was it hard seeing them, though? Oh, yeah. There? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. It was hard seeing everybody who all came, just because I'm not very, I don't really, I'm, I'm very, like, bottled up. Like, I don't really show emotions, for real. So that day, like, I just, I couldn't help but to break down. Like, and yeah. I told myself, like, I ain't going to do this. I ain't going to break down until I get home. Like, I do that shit when I get home. But it was just like, bro, you see everybody there, and you just, you can't help it. Like, yeah, it's bad. Dude, I feel that 100%. That, that's... I, I told myself the same thing um, when I lost a friend right out of high school. Um, I'm not going to share names, but you guys may mm-hmm. know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was all yeah. it was all cool. You know, a lot of people showed up. And then I'm watching the videos and the pictures on, like, the slideshow. Yeah. I'm looking around, I'm seeing everybody, and I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck, dude. And then you just start crying because you're just overwhelmed with, well, for one, the pain of losing somebody. Exactly. Yeah. And then for two, the love of everyone being there, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, it's 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 tough. But then you said so when you kind of after that, uh, sliding into a little bit of a depressive state, or, yeah. um, kind of cut some some people off. Mm-hmm. Why do you think you did that? Uh, just me being not even not even me just like kind of like cutting them off. It's just me like pushing myself away. Like just no, I don't want to talk to nobody. Just not really. Just trying to work on myself. Like, I'm not really happy. Like, you know what I'm saying? And my girlfriend telling me, like, you know, ever since, you know, your uncle passed, he's just been on this little, this path, like, this little bad path. And I, I realized it, like, yeah, I am. And I just, like, let me, 
let me push away. And it was like, my mom wasn't making the situation better because, like I said, I was homeless. You know what I'm saying? Um, asked my mom, like, help me out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I need my mom. This the, this the, this the, like, the, the, the time I need you the most. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I lost my best friend, too, at the same time. I, know mm -hmm. you, I get you lost your, your best friend. I lost my best friend, too. So it's just like, I need you. And it's just more so, like, negative reactions towards her. And, like, even to this day, like, it's kind of like, I love my mom to death. Like, I do anything for her to this day, and I still do. But it's just like, there's still some towards, like, it's still some right from the past, like, some hurt. You know what I'm saying? I still go through all, to this day with her. But, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I could imagine. So if, like, because uh, that's, I know you said it's, it's tough for you to open up or to talk to people. Yeah. And considering she went through the same experience as you, mm -hmm. you know, a, a loss that's equivalent to your loss. Yeah. You're kind of were were you kind of hoping like hey, I'm hoping you can help me through this, and then when she had to kind of figure it out on her own, that was tough, because it left you to figure it out on your own. Exactly. Is that what you're yeah, saying? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was young. I'm 19, 18, 19 years old at the time, so it was just like, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm literally like trying to feed myself every day, trying to uh take, find out where I'm gonna eat, where I'm gonna sleep every day. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, and I didn't ask to be born. You know what I'm saying? I didn't ask you to, you know, right. you know the. To raise, I mean, to you know, to, to birth me, but you know what I'm saying? It's just the fact that I needed you at the, the worst time ever, and then just like you was never there for me, so it just it, it hurt me. And so, I, I was doing so much, even when I was homeless, I was working and just even helping her out. It was just it was like it was it was just a tough time at the moment. So sure. how how were you able to not fall into like you know how were you able to keep a level head and like still you know you you said you yeah. you worked yourself up and now you got a job. How are you able to not slip into like a dark path. That's the yeah. That's what I, I still I can't tell you that, bro. I really that's the crazy thing. Like guys will I guess because bro, like there've been so many times where I wanted to give up or I, I thought about suicide, bro. I wanted to kill myself. High school, bro. High school, bro. If you knew me, bro, I was one of the I was a nice. I was pretty athletic, bro. I played football. Lamar Jackson over here. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, you guys uh, are gonna dog each other. Everybody, everybody used to ask me like where I was gonna go to school at. Cause I had all type of coaches hitting me up. I, I was getting all type of scouts looking at everything, and then it was just like. All these p teachers and friends and parents, my mom, everybody asked me where I'm going to school at, and it's like, I know I ain't going nowhere, which everybody else think I'm going D1 mm -hmm. or somewhere. So it's like, my grade's bad, bro, and my ACT score wasn't the best at the time. So it's just like, I kind of, that's where I'm at depression. Like, really, I started, I started kind of like feeling like, kind of like, damn, what I'm going to do? Started kind of like, kind of feeling empty, like, like, what's my next move type of thing. So then I did get the opportunity to go like to a college and everything, but it's just like, I don't know, it's a lot of, like, a bad, like, I don't know, I just had, like, a lot of ups and downs in my life type of thing, so it just, you just take them for the good and the bad, and you just gotta go through them. Yeah, yeah. and having the bad makes the good feel even better. Oh, I yeah, imagine. 100%. Like, even right now, like, I was, like, I was in such a dark place, but right now, <laughs> I just feel, it feels so good from where I was at, you know what I'm saying? I was hurt and hurt and, and just in so much pain, and then now just, uh, be where I'm at, I'm about to give me a new house, give me a new car, you know what I'm saying? I've just done so much for myself now, it just feels real good. Yeah, I feel proud. Exactly. exactly. Good shit, dude. Makes I always sense. like hearing, you know, happy ending. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I feel like, didn't you go through something similar? Mm hmm Okay, because I saw your Instagram post. Mm -hmm. That's my motivation right there, for real. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. dope. Mm -hmm. I, so, for one, I think it shows great strength that you shared that, mm -hmm. right? Do you want to go into that at all? We can get into it. Where, where, should, I, where should I start? So... Was that triggered by the loss of your your grandma? Um, no, I don't think so. I think let me see. Let's start from the beginning. So I guess uh, from high school, uh, I didn't think I was gonna graduate like high school. I barely graduated high school. Like I didn't find out I was graduating until like right before we were about to graduate. So my mom was talking about school and this and that. I'm like, uh, oh, whatever. So then I graduated 
And then I didn't know where I was going to go to college. I didn't know if I wanted to go to college or not. So then I did. I ended up going to junior college to get my grades up in Ohio, like in the middle of nowhere, junior college in Ohio. Got there, got a 3.7 because um, it was like fucking elementary school, <laughs> luckily. So now I went to Anderson. Anderson walked me in. It's a Christian school in Indiana. So um, I went there. And you were playing ball there. Yeah. Then the first couple of years, like, it was it was tough because, like, I actually had to work and, like, do, like, college work. And it was it was tough. Like, summer school, both summers, like, everything type thing. And then, um, was it going into my junior year, I think, I lost my best friend. Well, one of my best friends from, like, elementary school slash middle school, he got shot and killed here in Detroit. And that did a lot. And then, was it? Six months later, I lost my, like, literally one of my best friends from here again. He got shot and killed, like, dead in the middle of the street. So I had to deal with that and then act like nothing happened. Had to keep moving on because I had my son. I had to finish school. What? 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 Your huh. dad? You know what? that? You know, yes, Wait, what the <laughs> fuck? I have a four-year-old son. You know that? I had no idea. Congratulations. Thank you. Damn, dude. I had no idea. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but that's no, you're good, yeah. good shit, man. Not me, though. I ain't got no kids. <laughs> that you know of. <laughs> so, yeah. I knew I had to keep pushing forward because, like, I was already away from my son. I didn't want to go back home. So, he was in Michigan. Yeah, he okay. lives here with his mom. I didn't want to move back home, drop out of school. I didn't want to be one of those dudes. So, I had to keep moving on with that. Then, let's see. Go to, like... Senior year, I started getting a little like, cause our football we were we weren't that great, but I like football is that was my that's still my thing like football mm-hmm. is my passion, and once I realized that I wasn't gonna be able to like go on to the next level, that did a number on me. So right. then um, moved back here, moved back home, was just working, worked like three jobs because I can never stay at a job. <laughs> So I had like three jobs here. My mom was like, "What are you gonna do?" Da, 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 da. Then randomly, I got a job off for Amazon. Back in Indianapolis, so that's another move. I got to move away from my son because I had I had to go. Like I had to take the offer because if not, I would just my mom would kick me out. I'd have been living on the street, so I had to take it. So then I moved there. Uh, being away from my son, that was crazy for me. Um, so yeah, working at Amazon for a few months, I went and got a car. I went and bought a car that I didn't need to buy. Super expensive car. Just bought it just because like I I want it. I'm buying it. I'm not thinking of the finance none of that so i went and got that um lost my job at amazon wasn't working for like a couple months and then with, with that time that's that's really what it was right there so that um so really it was just all the things i never dealt with all that type of stuff losing almost getting evicted from my apartment out there losing my job at amazon and then so my friend my best friend alfonso uh he had a wedding it was in april so before then, I made, like, I actually made videos, like, to my family, like, letting them know, like, this is, like, I love you so much type, this is, mm-hmm. like, this might be a, I was really thinking, like, this is going to be a thing, like, this yeah. is it. Um, then, by the grace of God, like, before my friends that I went to school with at Anderson, they came over to my house, got me, we went to, like, this mental health, like, behavioral place, and I got in there, and I saw, like, other people, like, going through, and I saw, like, Literally, like, they look like zombies, like, walking through there. Like, it was crazy. i never seen anything like it in my life. And I'm just like, damn, I had to literally, I broke down. So, like, I had a personal room by myself. So, I went in there and broke down so many times just, like, just because it was so overwhelming and all that different type of stuff. And when I left there, 
Like, I I haven't had a bad thought. Like those thoughts I was having, yeah. I haven't had a bad thought like that. Like since I left that place because it did so much for me. I feel like, dope. Dope. like yeah, literally like. I used to think about that stuff every like I used to think about I was gonna kill myself every day. Like yeah. I texted my mom, like yeah, three days that. before my wedding. The okay. wedding I was in, I was like, I'm just trying to make it through the wedding. Like, and she was like, What do you mean? And I didn't answer. Then didn't talk to her. Like I just want to make it through the wedding. Like I'm just whatever. Blah blah blah. So that place did all that for me, and then just, that's it. I don't know. I don't know why, but I know why because of God and just all this. This. So much stuff. But Things I work out for a reason. For yeah. real. For yeah. real. So did your friends, I mean, they said you said they came and got you. So yeah. you kind of give them like heads up like, or drop a little hint like, hey, I'm, I'm peace no, they, they already knew. Like I was, um, it would be like conversation that we had. They already, like I told them before, but it was just like stuff, like little stuff I was hinting at and saying. And then one of my friends, he like, he really tricked me. He called me. He was like, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing. He's like, I'm about to come over. So it was just him. And then next thing you know, he was like, what's going on? Like, you want to talk about it? I'm like. Well, same old stuff. I don't know. I think that, like, all this. And then both of my other friends came from outside. They were, like, literally sitting at the door. I opened the door. They were right there. And then we all had a conversation. Then they took me to the the mental place. And then Were you open to going there? I was. I didn't think I was going to like, stay overnight. I was there for fucking, like, three, four nights. I didn't think that shit was going to happen. Yeah. But I was like, I got there. And she was like, well, yeah, we think we're going to admit you. Um, I'm like, what do you what do you mean? I can't leave. <laughs> what do you mean She's admit like, no. So I was there for a few nights. They had me just having these mental, like we had like groups like this, sessions like this, like three or four times a day and just had a time to myself to just think and do all the other stuff. And then that was that. And they released me. Everything's been good after that. Has has, uh, the factor of having a son, like, did that kind of keep you going for a while? It did. But it, it was the time that I felt like I wasn't, I wasn't strong enough or wasn't good enough for him because, like, I, I lost my job. I didn't think I was going to be at my apartment for any much longer. So I'm like, I'm no fucking good. So that was just, that was just a, a bad place in my mind. I feel that, dude. Yeah. So when you were kind of, and this could be a question for both of you because, you know, I struggled with depression for a bit. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, hearing you guys talk, I feel like my, my issues were, you know, Far, fails or hails in comparison. No, everybody um, got a battle, bro. Everybody yeah. got a battle. But uh, like when you were in that state, did you just did things kind of stop just becoming enjoyable? Like your friends were like, hey, let's let's hang out. You're just like whatever. Oh, yeah, I didn't, like everything was kind of whatever. I never left the house. Like I went to work, came back, went to work, came back, didn't go to work. I I made so many excuses to leave work, and that's I forgot to throw that. In. I attempted to do that stuff like at when I was at Amazon because I wanted to be, I didn't want to be left. At a point, because I live by myself, so I didn't want to be in my apartment alone, and then I'd be there. And say if I if I actually did die, right. I didn't want to be there by myself for however long for somebody to. Say, oh, well, I wonder what Charles is doing. He hasn't answered me in like right. a week. You want somebody to walk in on that? That you and I'd be about. gone for weeks. Right. So I wanted to be around in an area where, if something did happen to me, there's people around where they can take me, and my family will, like, they'll know like soon. Yeah. Sooner than later. Damn. That was a bit. I tried. I honestly sat. I think it was like a week straight. I sat in like an office that we had. And I. It was just. I tried. Over and over again. It just never worked. Do you think. Well. Again. Mm. Round of applause again. Well not round of applause. This isn't a show. But yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah, like I always love hearing that shit works out. Mm-hmm. Do you think that. The. Uh, the shit that you've gone through. Will help you. Like. Are you going to. 
do you think that'll help you with how you raised your son? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Because, like, I never had, like, these talks like this. I never, I never, like, got that, really. Like, my, my stepdad and my dad, like, they check up on me, make sure, are you good? No, no, no. But we never really, like, are you really good? Like, we yeah. never had those conversations, I don't think. So, for sure. Especially going through from everything that I had to go through to, like, to, to still be here. I'm definitely going to have those conversations, like. Yeah. Dude, that's good. Young age, yeah. That's good. And that's, and maybe that's your purpose for why, you, you know. Yeah. You ultimately didn't do it. Yeah. Because uh, I think everyone has a bigger purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, you were saying a couple things, and I didn't want to stop you. Um, <laughs> shit. Oh man, dude. Oh, so for one, it's it's already it's already shows strength to like persevere through that. Mm-hmm. But then you decided to share it, mm-hmm. which which I think also shows strength because I think it also helps people who maybe gone through something similar or in, mm-hmm. or in a dark place themselves at that time and then they see it and they can recognize it like alright shit maybe it's not just me I'll keep going he yeah. did it yeah. so what made you like feel comfortable enough to do that I don't know it was just like it was really like a random just a random day and I was just I felt I felt great like I was feeling good and I'm like I need to express this because maybe it's people out there that don't want to don't want to do this like don't want to talk about it like don't want to tell their friends like how they feel Maybe I need to express myself so somebody else can feel comfortable having that conversation with their friends and mm-hmm. or family or anything like that. So I was just like, I posted it and it was crazy. Like I got so many, so many DMs from people I haven't talked to in years, messages, text messages, phone calls. It's like a hundred comments under the posts, like saying like how they're so proud of me doing all. So it felt, felt it was good. good, yeah. And so does that reinforce the fact that you're like, all right, people want to talk about this, I will talk about it. Now it's not. So taboo. I can, yeah. I can yeah, yeah. speak Definitely. openly on it. What Does that help you too, seeing something like that and knowing that it was well-received on his end? I mean, I just, I'm not that type of person where I can't, mm-hmm. I just can't, like really can't like bring myself out to open it up to like that. But definitely that's 100% amazing that you can do that because I just, mm-hmm. I'm just, I just really can't do that. I'm just not. Yeah, I really, it really changed. Like, like, like you said, like back in the day, I would never, yeah. I would never think to do something like that. But it just, I don't know, something Something yeah, it takes a lot I hit a that. point where it was just like a whole different me, right. and I just felt comfortable doing it. And I w- I'll have a conversation about it with a stranger if I need to now, but I would never in a million years think that like four years ago, five years ago. Yeah. Like even I read the post and I seen this post and I was like, I mean, I felt I, mean, I, I, I was proud because I was like, I know he's been going through a lot, you know what I'm saying? And I know mm-hmm. he's been going through like you know feeling the way he has. So mm-hmm. it was like me more so. I was just like a round of applause like for even being able to do that to, for yourself. So mm-hmm. did you know that like? to the extent of what he was going through before you saw the post or was the post kind of like, oh shit, uh, I didn't even know. I, I didn't know he was going through that extent still. I knew it, but like, cause me and Charles like, haven't talked like a year, like maybe into like six, six months ago mm-hmm. for real. Because like, like I said, I was going through it and I kind of like pushed on my friends, picking fights just to pick fights and all that type of thing. So we just became like more close again. And so it was more so like, I kind of knew he was going through, but I didn't know he was still going through that type of thing, mm-hmm. you know? So when I did, I was like, glad you finally, you know what I'm saying? Opening up about that type of thing because He's been going through for so long. It's been like you know what I'm saying years mm-hmm. for real. So I was definitely proud of it. Yeah, good moment. That dude, when I saw that too, because you know I I still follow you and I'm like I interact with your shit and whatnot. And I saw that come through. I'm like, well, for one, a little bit of like, oh man, what the hell was he going through? But overwhelmed, just like fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, Someone else sure. made it through, doing good, and it's always good to see, you know, even if it's a stranger, just figuring their shit out and you know and, yeah, and, and doing whole, well. That was the whole big thing, figuring everything out. That's that's been the best thing mm-hmm. for me. So, so like, hmm. sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, work and everything, it just, it all worked out, so. Did yeah. you, did you like that, uh, you know, people were DMing you and commenting? Yeah, that, it was that crazy. Yeah, I felt great. Hell yeah, dude. That's, 
that's and that's it, it's one of those di- conversations or you know actions. It's difficult to do, but once you do it, you see how people respond. Yeah, exactly. More yeah. often than not, you'll get a good response, and you'll get a response that shocked you. Because what were you expecting when you put that out? I I didn't have any expectation. I just I don't know. I really did. I didn't expect everything that I got for sure. Yeah, like I didn't exactly. think it was gonna be so many like hundreds of people. Literally, I didn't think it was gonna be that. I think people just gonna like it, move on, just like it and move on. It was crazy. Dude, that is that is cool. So so why do you think so? You seem very supportive of shit shit like that. You're all about love. Um, you know, you support the idea of people being able to be open about it. Um, you know, how come you think you aren't the type of person to that could you know be open about it and vocal about it? Uh, I don't know, just my kind of more so just how I was kind of like I was raised. I was really raised by myself. My mom worked all day long and like stepped throughout the day. So it was like me, I was kind of like just more so I really raised myself type of thing. So I just kind of never kind of opened up to nobody, you know what I'm saying? So I'm kind of at a point where it's just like kind of tough to me to talk about my feelings for real. And when I do, it's kind of like I'm just, I don't know how to talk about them. And I, I kind of like shut down type of thing. So yeah. He'll change though. He'll change. Charles, like I'm working on you. He will. Uh, he will. Because once he, re- I feel like once he realized, that's what it was from another part for me. Once you realize how good like life is, actually, like I, had, I didn't know. Like, I used to be, like, just whatever. Like, once you realize how grateful it is, like, to be, even with all the stuff that's going on in the world, once you realize how good it is to have this life that we have right now, it's crazy. Like, you'll, it'll change your whole, your whole world. But even my girlfriend said, I need to see, I need to get therapy. Like, she says, like, you should get therapy. Is there a stigma around therapy as a black man? Yeah, definitely. 100%. Because I I even tell her, like, I'm not getting therapy. Like, what the fuck? I'm not talking about. What? Well, I pants somebody to tell about my feelings. (laughs) Yeah. That sounds stupid, but. People tell me like therapy is really, it's a blessing for real. Like, it really gets you through things. But I'm mm-hmm. like, I just don't see it happen. I just can't see myself. Because like, it's no like, judgment. Like they're not gonna sit there and be like, oh, that's me. Yeah. They're they're not allowed to just sit there and judge you. They're they're to help they're to you. Help. Well, yeah. and to help you figure out right. too. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So you can literally tell them anything. They're just sit there like, oh. And mm-hmm. I also have a bad problem. Like, I don't, I hate it. And at least I I understand it. But I have to also have a hard, hard time like you telling me about myself. Like mm. right. Like you know what I'm saying. Like. I kind of I get like defensive of real like I'm really like, quick I defensive. Think you, yeah, like, I'm like thing, you yeah. don't know me enough to tell me. <laughs> right. He'd be right, and I'd be like, damn, that's why I'm really mad because like you kind of know me. <laughs> no, dude, I feel that because so I've actually I've never gone to therapy either, but I fully support it because I think it it works. Yeah. I think you have to find the right therapist for you because there's some people too like the way they say things. Maybe I'd be like, you know, fuck you. You might be right, but I don't like the way you're saying exactly. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But fortunately. You're right. Like people like Wes and like my close buddies, I was able to open up to them and my brothers. So like I felt like that was kind of my therapy. So it doesn't have to be therapy, but whatever it is, I'm with Charles. I echo the the idea of it is awkward as fuck to talk about how you're feeling, especially if like you don't even know where to start. But it's 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 worth it. Yeah, for sure. But uh, so another question. And, uh, you know, feel free to jump in if you got any questions, too. Either of you guys had any questions, go for it. But so. With the recent news to me that you have a son, <laughs> again, congratulations, mm-hmm. no idea. Um, and I guess this is kind of a two-part conversation. And I always like to ask to get multiple perspectives. But um, we, we, talked re- we talked earlier about how the country definitely has some racism that you think will probably never be changed and, and should be addressed. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing, based on recent history, cops are at you know forefront of that, right? Like, right. It's a very polarizing topic. So, two-part question. One part specifically specifically for you since you have a son. Mm-hmm. 
both parts or the other part you guys can both answer is that like i guess how are you taught to handle that how are you raised to handle that what's your perspective on that and then the second part would be how are you going to teach your son to handle that or is it like a special topic that you have to like really learn about right i was raised on it like my mom she would always tell me like just do exactly what they say like do don't if he asks you to reach in your like glove department to get tell him that you don't feel comfortable doing it because you never know and just be respectful do what you can so you can get out of there type thing so my son i'm gonna make sure i do the same thing like i don't want i'm gonna make sure he knows like like dude it's like what we had to like what the world and how it was even back in my day because i can i'll be able to say that then back in my day day, (laughs) as an old guy it was like um i'm just gonna make sure that he knows like to just be respectful and to just if you do like if you're not if you don't provoke then you should be fine like if you don't if you're not trying to do all this you don't have an attitude i'll fuck you i'm not doing shit i'm not showing you my id that type of thing it's not gonna work like and as the years go on it's gonna get even worse because it's just how it is, but like if you, I'm just make sure that he knows just to be respectful and mm-hmm. just, I don't know, that's that's really it. As so, long as you're good. So do you think? Do you both think that if you are like respectful, more often than not, you'll be, be be okay, or is it still a little bit like I don't know, I I don't know what to expect. My thing is, like uh, I don't like no police. Like I don't lie, I don't like no type of police. But my thing is, most people get most people get the cops the reason, like. Mm-hmm. The, to, to do what they do not saying all the time they don't um, like the George Floyd thing like uncalled for a thousand percent rest of George rest of peace George Floyd but uh, it's just more so like you just they just it's more so they just you just like you said why, why you need to see my license why you need to see all that just give mm-hmm. them an ID you know what I'm saying let them see your shit and they can get out of there it's just more so you just talking back and just you, mo- most people give motherfuckers a reason to, to retaliate Right. Just do what he say do, and just even if it's extra shit, even if it's some shit he's not supposed to be like he's not supposed to be doing. Long as he, long as it ain't, you know what I'm saying, it ain't hurting you in no type of way. Just get that shit up so you can go home. Yeah, because sadly some of them are already so ready to like to retaliate yeah, and so, to be so is. aggressive. They're already like they're waiting for an option. They're waiting. Like and as soon as you give them that, they're like, oh, it's bad. We can we can do this right now, and it's just like it's another tragedy. That brings me to another thing I wanted to ask, but I didn't want to cut your story mm-hmm. off. You guys both said you lost somebody to being shot. Mm-hmm. Is that just like a normal thing in the? Like, is that you guys just learn that that's a normal thing in the black community? Is it? I think that's it's, wild. It's it's wild, but it's definitely a normal thing. Like mm-hmm. black on black crime is crazy. Like Every with day. young younger ages, like that twenty. I said like eighteen to like twenty six year old range is is crazy. It's every day. Yeah, every day, literally. So do you do you like navigate life? expecting that you'll probably lose somebody or is it still like super shocking when it happens mm, it's still it's, it's shocking it's, it's still shocking we don't want it to happen but yeah. you know what i'm saying you don't and you don't think it's gonna happen for real for you know what i'm saying you're not expecting one of your people just to, to yeah. you know just lose one of your people but the fact that you know when you do it's just like damn like detroit got it like our city got another one like you just yeah. you, you just can't like my best like my friend otho he passed was it my junior year so it was like the day before my game like the night before is when i found out so it was just like damn like I, it was just out of nowhere like i just looked at my phone mm-hmm. then i got a phone call right after that and it was just like damn yeah, you know, i, I go on my instagram and i just see all my i see somebody one of my friends uh, like post one of their friends dying like literally every day it's some mm-hmm. of my one of their friends or family members dying every day to gun violence or some type of robbery yeah. or something so it's just like you see that way too much mm-hmm. that is insane because i feel like you know everyone's lost friends but it's usually through like a sickness yeah, or maybe right. they took their own life right. but i couldn't even imagine like getting the phone call that 
you know, one of my friends was shot and killed. Mm-hmm. That's that, and you, that's, that happened to you twice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you think? Well, I guess okay. Question on that: When when you get that call and you learn that one of your friend was 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 shot, do you like? Do you get more sad? Do you get more like like you want like who did this? Like what what do you like? What is the emotions behind that? I was sad. Like I was definitely sad, and I just feel like. I couldn't do anything about it, and I had to like I had to play a college football game the next morning, next afternoon. So I just had to tuck it in, put it on the chin, and just move on like nothing happened. Like I played that, I probably played that game probably the hardest I ever played in my life because it was just so much. I probably had tears running down my face the whole game. It's just like you can't do anything about it, and it's just like whatever. That's fucking insane. What about for you, repeat the question. Hold on, <laughs> let me get the question back. <laughs> Pulling it back in. Oh, like. When, so yours was a family member, yeah, but uh, close enough in age to where it's kind yeah. of like a friend as well. Yeah. I mean, I've lost, I lost, I've definitely lost a couple of people to gun violence for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I lost my cousin Lonnie this year to gun violence. He was sitting in his car and just pulled up on him and shot his spray, sprayed his car up. So I mean, you know what I'm saying? It just, yeah, you take, you gotta take the, you just gotta take it how it is. You know what I'm saying? So when you when you get a call like that or you learn of somebody you know dying that way. Do you ever have to like reflect on the, like what am I doing so I don't end up in that position? Uh, or do you know. like? I just really like you. Just you gotta live life still. You know what I'm saying? You gotta like don't like I'm always on my p's and q's just because I know my environment. But it's just like you gotta still live life. Like I'll eat, I'll still go to the gas station at four o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And like I know damn well I shouldn't be doing that dumb shit at all. But I still do it all the time. Like less of that. Like literally, I just got off work at four o'clock in the morning. I go to the gas station, and I'm, my mom pulled up on me. At four o'clock in the morning, she just got off work too. She worked at the casino, and uh, she was like, "Why are you, Why are you going here at four o'clock in the morning? Like, yeah, there's no reason. Like, you just go straight home. Like, why?" And I was just like, "I'm getting some snacks real quick before I go home." <laughs> and she's just like, "Like, you just know how. You just know. You just you just know better. You know what I'm saying?" And she was right, but at the same time, like, I'm, I'm grown. You know what I'm saying? And just like, you still gotta live though. You know what I'm saying? You can't be scared to always do. You know, live your life still. Right. No, I I, I agree with you on that too. Because yeah. that's one thing that. You know, there's a, always a possibility of some shit can happen. And, yeah, maybe in this location it happens more often than that location. Yeah, but yeah. if I roll through there and, like, I can't avoid it, or if it's a inconvenience to me to not go through that position or, like, go to the gas station, get snacks, I feel like you, you mind your business, you do it, and if something happens, that's the unfortunate circumstance exactly. of life. Yeah. But I'm not going to live, you know, walking on eggshells, everything I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But not saying I shouldn't exactly, like, Play with the eggshells either, like you don't know, test them out. You know what I'm saying? I shouldn't be right. like going at four o'clock in the morning. Like, come on, bro, go ahead and go to sleep. Like, <laughs> get the snacks you know before your shit. Exactly. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, you get hungry, you get hungry. Yeah, ain't gonna lie, I was hungry. I was hungry. I took them Dorito crackers up. No cap. Dorito, Dorito crackers. You ain't hip. You ain't hip. <laughs> yeah, so I want to get hip, <laughs> dude. I like Doritos and I like crackers. So gas station, the city. Were they only sell them there? Yep. I have a hard time believing No, that's that. true. There's no. like, certain snacks that they only sell like in Detroit. In Detroit. Why? You don't see Fagos out in the suburbs like that. Yeah, they're not selling. There's Fagos up here. For real? <laughs> dude, I love Fagos. <laughs> there was a candy apple flavor the other day. I'm like, damn, dude, I'm really like popping this shit. Good oh, as dude. fuck. I feel that though. You so, like, so yeah, that, I guess. Every now and then you see a Fago gas station in the suburbs. Not for real. <laughs> okay, so then give me hip. Is, is there like a hood snack that like I need to try? Couple of them things, no kids. <laughs> you need you need to try L. George's Coney Island on Joy Road. <laughs> I had to put all my friends hip to that. 
Oh, Georgia's. That's in Westland. No, no, no. That's, that's no. a different one. It's a different one. You got to go somewhere on Joy Road. But Joy Road. They have Joy on Joy Road in Detroit. Not in, not in Livonia, Westland area. Nah, nah. It's not the same menu? It's not hitting the same. It's not nowhere near It might the be same. the same menu, but it's not. It's food quality. They don't cook it as well? What? Food hits different anytime. Any time of the day. You're going to be on the toilet. <laughs> right after. Well, then I don't know if I want that. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. It's worth it. It's, it's worth it. Okay. We've been talking for hour and 20 minutes. That's crazy. It for goes real? by quick, right? Yeah. No, no cap. We, I mean, we can cap it here. No, no we can. Good. I'm smooth. Let's say, is there anything else you guys want to get into? Um, let's talk about the vaccine. Let's talk about that. What about it? Did you get it? I don't have it. I got it. You did? Yeah, I had no choice. My Both grandma, shots? My grandma made me. Both shots? Yeah, and I already, after, I, after I got the uh, test, no, no, no. Which I one? I've seen this, uh, bro, I don't even know. Pfizer what? or uh, Moderna or you Johnson & Johnson? What? You don't know. Bro, I forgot, bro, chill. Oh, you got the card. You stay strapped with the card. That's a good <laughs> idea because the place is going to start checking for you. Don't say Johnson & Johnson. Hey, what is it, bro? I don't even know for real. Pfizer. Pfizer. Okay. <laughs> That's the one I got. I also was kind of like... But then I said, I seen like the, this video saying like, we going to die if you got the shot. <laughs> and I'm like, man, my grandma didn't set me up. I'm on, the fence, I'm on the fence about it. Honestly, I am. Because like it, I don't know. It's just, I don't, I don't know. We don't know. Like, we don't know anything that comes with vaccines. Like flu shots, when you got flu shots back in the day, you didn't ask like, hey, what's in this, by the way? Right. No, it was, you just got the shot. But like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like. Black people, honestly, black people are the worst about these they, vaccines. They, yeah, they make no, everybody scared. Bro, it was like, if, put it like this. Ain't if they came out with the vaccine and they said, because you know how black people are like, hell no, I'm not getting no vaccine. You crazy, yeah, yeah, I'm not putting yeah. that in my body. Okay. If they came out with a vaccine and they said white people only, black people I don't think black people have this vaccine. It would be black people outside marching. <laughs> we want the shot. But since they didn't do that, it's like... Oh, uh, no, we know. Yeah, no. They, they, instead of that, they just started, yeah, if you get the shot, we'll give you $100. Like, why am I taking, you going <laughs> to yeah. give me $100 to take a shot? Like, <laughs> that, that is weird. There was, a, there was a lottery for the shot. Like, if you got a shot and you submitted, like, the date you got it, you get entered into a lottery, and the winner's got, like, millions of dollars. I'm like, yeah. see what I'm yeah. that's weird. They're forcing it now. That's like, weird. I feel like they're really forcing it now. And Joe Biden, he's, he said, like, what did he say the other day? He was like, uh, the best way to prepare for, like, a like a disaster is to get the vaccine. Man, Joe and Biden I was like, what are you about talking us? about? Joe Biden just wanted to win. <laughs> he said that on national TV, but yeah, I feel like, I don't know. Yeah, dude. I, so, I didn't really want it either because I'm, I was kind of like, I, well, to be honest, I haven't really got a couple, I haven't gotten like a flu shot and I can't, Years. I can't tell you when. Never, exactly. never when it was my yeah. choice. Right. I always just would get it if my mom said to you back when I was younger, <laughs> but I cannot tell you the last time I got one right. until I got the, the COVID one. And I got that because my family was pretty much like, you can't see us unless you get it. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Right, whatever. But it is, and I, and I don't know if I necessarily think it's like shitty or if they're trying to like control us or whatever. I don't I don't necessarily think it's that. Mm-hmm. I just I am kind of cautious because it was so quick. I'm like, mm. it was so fast. Well, and it was never FDA approved, though, was it? It is it, now. It is now, now but it wasn't but before. It wasn't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-mm. But it wasn't so much like anything against the vaccine. It was more so like I feel, and maybe it's ignorant, but I feel healthy. I you know I. Eat exactly. well, I yeah. work out. Like, I, I feel fine, great. so I'm... And people say, well, you're selfish because you could get it and pass it to others, but it's like, if, I, if I'm sick, I'll stay home. Like, right. if I exactly. feel sick, yeah. I'll stay home. And it's just like, we're like, you can you can have the shot. You can still get it. You can and still, still pass, pass it. it up. It's a lose-lose So what do we... What do we... But, I mean... Well, they say it's supposed to science. make your effects less, not as strong. Like, if you, won't, if you get COVID, you won't die. 
basically. But people still die. People still die from the vaccine, but hey, science is science. Fuck it. Fuck yeah. it. I, so again, I don't know. I'm kind of indifferent on it, but mm-hmm. I will. I will say it is a little bit concerning that like. If like the CDC says something, or if like a like if a scientist says something, mm-hmm. we don't even question it. We're just yeah, like, fuck exactly. it, fuck right, it. He's right. <laughs> and it's also weird how I mean, I understand they want people like okay. Let's say the vaccine is one hundred percent great, right? Let's say it, it helps it helps stop the spread. You know, all those things are true, which they were very well could be. And I'm kind of I know, and I kind of believe that they are. But let's say they are for sure. It's still weird that they want to incentivize people to get it by paying them millions of dollars. Oh, for sure. That part is weird to me. For sure, they're forcing it. And I, I also wonder, like, if they were just like, "Hey, we have a vaccine. Um, it's available. If you know, if you think it's gonna help you, that, I feel like more that, people, would, yes, like sure. more people would have got it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. That, or saying, like I said, if they, if for our community, if it was like, yeah, um, no, black people, y'all, y'all can't get it. We got the shots, but only white people can have it first. And they were trying to say, like, at first, it was like we're gonna put it out in the black community. Black people yeah, were like, whoa, like, whoa, what? whoa, excuse me. <laughs> Yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah it was saying like we're gonna put it in the black community first. Black people were like, oh hell, no, yeah. no, 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 y'all take this, this somewhere else. Set up. <laughs> this is a set up. So yeah, yeah, dude, that that. So do you think that if they would have just said, hey, we have a vaccine available if you want it, right? I'm like, yeah, maybe why not? But do you think available? more people would have gotten? For sure, it? I think so. Because mm-hmm. I think automatically when you tell somebody, you got it. It has to be us. one way. Whether no matter it's a vaccine or any scenario, if you yeah. say, hey, you got to do this. Half the population be like, fuck you. I'm not exactly. doing that. Yeah, for some exactly reason, you gotta like trick us to get us to do stuff. <laughs> also, you wanna be tricked by the government. You gotta trick us to like make us take shit. Honestly. Black <laughs> people don't take it. Hey, well, fuck you. You can I'm trick Denzel. Trick. I'm not trying to be tricked. <laughs> government should just be straight with me, but I already know they're not. Fucking. I will say though, I hope. Vaccine or no vaccine, I hope people fucking. I hope the world just gets back to a little bit. Normal. normal and it's yeah. it's better now than it's it was better. last year but yeah. it's, it's still, still weird like i just went to uh i went to isaiah rashad concert on what was it wednesday mm. and before i went i specifically looked at the Fillmore's website i'm like i wonder if i have to bring like uh, you know my vaccine card or something yeah. nothing on the website the only thing i saw said people who are unvaccinated we highly encourage to wear a mask not enforced but highly encouraged so i'm like oh, i'll be cool uh, we'll, we'll be fine me and my buddy get a few drinks beforehand we go in, you know, maybe 20 minutes before Isaiah Rashad goes on. Or we try to go in. She's like, vaccine card? I'm like, I don't have it. Can I still get in? She's like, nope. I'm like, what about if I wear a mask? She's like, nope. Need a vaccine card or a negative test? I'm like, all right, well, do you do, like, testing on site? She's like, nope. I'm like, so am I just fucked? And she's like, well, you can, you know, try your best at a local CVS. I'm like, what? I'm not going to drive somewhere to go get a rapid test, come <laughs> no back. Like, this isn't Jesus performing. It's Isaiah Rashad, but I don't care that much. But it's just like, it's that's weird that you need this to get in. Because um, like some people were for a while doing like temperature tests, mm-hmm. and that was cool. But now it's like you need all this shit. And it's like, well, co- according to your policies, if I wear a mask, I should be fine anyway. Right. So let me just get in with a mask. Right. And that wasn't an option. So I had to call my girlfriend to send me a picture, and she's sleeping. I'm like, fuck, dude. I call her like four or five times. I'm like, I need this picture. Mm-hmm. Doesn't answer. So I'm like, all right, so I'm fucked. And then I called my neighbor, and luckily, his, it was a weird clutch, request, but he's, he came over here. He's like, I'll take a picture. But moral of the story is, it's probably a good idea that you carry that around, because yeah. I won't be surprised if in a few months... You want to do anything, you got to have a vaccine card, yeah, which is also right. fucking weird. Even from, like, jobs, too. Like, you got to, in order to work, bro, they're going to have to make you start. Like, well, yeah, isn't there, wasn't there just a, uh, 
like an announcement yeah. for a certain type of workers. Like if you're yeah, in yeah. person or mm-hmm. in like a plane workers. or something, yeah, yeah. like you have to be vaccinated yeah. by a certain date now. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's weird. And a lot of people at my job are like older people and they don't want to get the vaccine because they ain't trusting it. And so a lot of people at my job are like ready to quit. I'm so you think you think quit. older people don't trust it? I feel like I feel like a lot of older people are scared of it, so they get it. A lot of people do. A lot of older, older people do get it, but a lot, more so like I don't know the uh, not more so older people, but like thirty to forty year old people, like more so like they don't want to try to get it right now. Mm-hmm. At my job, so, right? Yeah. Like I feel like yeah, I feel like older people they got it. Like my grandparents, they shun me the every day. They talk yeah. about me every day because I don't have it. Yeah. Well, get, you don't have it. You don't have it. My grandma said I had to leave my home until unless I had <laughs> got that shot. So that explains it. That's yep. why you have That's it. That's why I have my shot. <laughs> yeah, dude. It is. It's weird too. I don't like. Well, I don't want to sound ignorant because I know there's like I'm gonna put this out and be people like, you need your vaccine because it's saving your life and COVID's real and the vaccine's real. I don't even know if it's real. Well, that's the one thing is I hate how like definite and concrete people talk. It's like, yeah. bro, you were in my high school class. You're not some medical science genius. Like, you know the same shit I know. Why are you fighting for it so hard? Why are you fighting for it so hard? No, and then they're like, well, I did research. <laughs> Dude, I feel like you can find research to support anything, anything you want. Anything, you look up COVID right now, you'll find half the articles saying, yeah, it's, it's fucked up. You need this vaccine. You have half the articles saying... The rates of people dying from COVID is like the same as the flu or mm-hmm. less than the flu. So it's like, I don't know what to fucking believe. Yep. That's why I just kind of take it as uh, as it goes. Yep. So. I feel that. <laughs> why are you laughing over there? Uh, I was just thinking. He's like, fuck the vaccine, thinking. man. It's in my good, blood now. Good talk. Well, good I guess we can. Real. It was really good talk. Uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys coming out. I guess we can uh, get ready to end it with a couple more uh, good talking points there's a couple things i always like to do to end the conversation um one of which is ask mental health tips and then i also like to ask um for anything you'd like to promote or recommend and then again i feel like we were on to something with the the hoods and accident you try because i feel like there's if there actually is Man. some good dude, i love food so if there's actually some good shit real quick that you guys have some recommendations that doesn't even have to be foods like uh, hood snacks but any food that you're trying to put me on to say let list, me know say list, say list. give me a sec i gotta think for real all right then charles you're on the spot do you have any like um, food that like snacks i think the rice krispies the the ones that's covered in cookies and cream. You ever had that? What the fuck? Cookies and cream. No, rice bro. The coolest Rice Krispie I had has like colorful, like little chocolate pieces in it. No, they got like a. It's like white. It's covered. It's cookies and cream. White Rice Krispies. Watch. It's so you can't see the Rice Krispies because it's all covered in like. Crazy. That John. Where you get one of those? Hmm? That John hitting like that. I ain't never had one of those. Every time I go to the gas station, I get one though. Every time. Hmm. I've never even knew that was a thing. So. I've seen a picture. That sounds. I'm only asking about food right now because I'm fucking starving. No, so it's like on my, it's like on top of my mind. We were trying so, to grab some before we got here, and everything over there packed, crowded, over Wendy's, KFC. Oh yeah, well there's a, there's a yeah, there's a festival going on in Ferndale right now. Um, so like, okay. if you when you leave, don't go down. You can't go down mile. It's close. It's nine miles closed. Yeah, okay. But uh, okay, that's a good one. Do you have a a food place or snack? Mm-hmm. Food place. Uh, if you look for like chicken sandwiches, this place called Holy Cluck in Dearborn. Holy Cluck? Holy Cluck. I like their name. Fire, bro. Chicken like, nuggets. Got this sauce with it. It's crazy. Is it better than uh, Popeyes or... Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. I low-key think Popeyes and Chick-fil-A are overrated. Oh, he... Okay, he didn't he, like that. I love Chick-fil-A. He like a chicken person, bro. I love like Chick-fil-A. Chicken I went to... My school, we had Chick-fil-A in our, like, 
in our cafeteria it was like right under every day Damn, they took like for every real. single day bro I love chicken I love chicken sandwiches chicken wings grilled chicken whatever kind of chicken mm-hmm. it's good yeah. but I don't feel like it's like I would never ever wait in one of those lines for Chick-fil-A I'm more of a pasta person it's so it's fast okay. though okay. Chick-fil-A is fa- that line is fast fast efficient oh fast what Chick-fil-A the line in here it? in Michigan huh? It's not fast here? No. What? It's waiting like 40 minutes for Chick-fil-A. Bro. No, nah, I never wait. I probably think it's like lying wrapped around the building. You better off going to Grubhub and then taking a nap. <laughs> yeah, for, for real. Right. And then maybe when you get back, he'll be there. <laughs> okay. The one thing I'll say is Chick-fil-A's got good customer service. Yeah, great customer service. Love. But. <laughs> love. They love all their customers. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, I, If you ever say, hey, where do you want to go? And if I'm in the mood for chicken, that's not where I'm going to say. No, I'm, no, I'm not going to say Chick-fil-A. I will say, though. Yeah, I love uh, the famous bowls from KFC. Yeah, mm-hmm. chicken, yeah, yeah. Yep. corn, potatoes, cheese, mashed potatoes, gravy. gravy. Yeah, yeah. God damn, and they're like five bucks. Can't beat that. <laughs> oh God. So what the cluck or holy cluck? Holy cluck. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's well, okay, well then if you guys uh, are gonna promote two different things, I'm gonna say I'm sure. What you got? Sweetwater. Uh, Sweetwater Tavern. Sweetwater Tavern. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's fine. Absolutely. 100%. But it's closed right now because they had a fire. For real? Yeah. Downtown. Yeah, the one the express shops aren't as good, but they're open. But the one downtown's mm-hmm. closed, and they don't update like their website or anything. Yeah. So I don't know what because they have a sign on the door right now that says, "Reopening or remodeled, reopening spring of 2021." Oh, for real. But that passed. Yeah, 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 so when are you reopening? Because <laughs> I do. I used to go there like anybody who knows me can attest this once or twice a week. For real. I fucking get. I would do some bad shit for yeah, some yeah they wings hard for man. some sweet dude their wings are good yeah. but also their fries with that seasoning oh yeah that's fucking god damn I can't tell you how many times after going out in like Greek town I would march my drunk ass over to Sweetwater and just get two orders of wings and some fries and mm-hmm. then just t- I would tuck me in dude what you at the casino for what you I wasn't at the casino oh. Greek town like, I was at like Old Shills or you know, okay, bounce okay, bar okay, hopping okay, around okay, there okay, I got you back when I would be wiling not, not always doing that now. I feel it. I feel but, it. But, uh, all right. That was a real quick aside. So, who wants to go first? I need mental health tips. So, anything you do to, like, promote good mental health, anything you do to kind of focus on yours, whether that be you're having a bad day mm-hmm. and you need to do this to kind of turn that day around, or you can do it proactively, like, day in, day out, to make sure that you're consistently at a good point. Uh, I'll say one thing is take noticing yourself, I guess, more so, because that's one thing with me. I've been doing a lot, like... When I get into arguments with friends or like, like I get like I say I get real defensive with things. You know what I'm saying? Just take that into consideration. Understand like you know what I'm saying. See your flaws and work on your flaws because that's really that'll help you in the future. You know what I'm saying? Like with a lot of things. So look inward. And yeah, reflect look, exactly. On it. Yeah, exactly. I feel that. What about you, Charles? Um, like you said, touch on that. Like look, always look within for sure. But don't be afraid to um to reach out. Like keeping it all bottled in for so like the longer you do it, it's the worse it's gonna be. So. Definitely, it's just like don't be afraid to reach out to whoever. Maybe it could be a, a anybody like friend, family, like even friends you haven't talked to in a long. Like that's how it was for me. Like when people reached out to me, those people I haven't talked to in years, but like they helped me and they had a whole conversation with me about like even how they were feeling. We haven't talked in that long, so I feel like just don't bottle it in because it's gonna get worse over time for yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm gonna so, add to that too. Yeah. Even though it's your guys' mental health tip, mm-hmm. I like what you said. Um, like. When you open up mm-hmm. and you talk to people, lots of people will use that as a way to like talk to you. They're like, "Oh, well, he's going through something. Now I'm gonna talk to you." Yeah, yeah so it's a new me. friend, yeah, new uh, friend type of. A yeah. friend I didn't talk to in college like that much. He was like, "Like, can I call you and talk?" I was like, "Sure." 
That's dope. That, yeah, I haven't seen him probably in like three years. He's like, well, I need to get this off my chest. Can I call you real quick? I'm like, yeah. You can save somebody's life, though, bro. Yeah, no cap. So not only does it help your mental health because you're getting shit off your chest, but then you're helping others by doing mm-hmm. so. So it's like yeah. a gift that keeps on giving. Real yeah. talk. So I like those ones. And then now a little bit more lighter question. Uh, Denzel, I'll look to you since you, you started the last one. Anything you'd like to promote or recommend? It can be a restaurant, a, a video game, a TV show, a uh, person's business. Anything you want to promote or recommend? Hey, shout out to my man, BNC Kicks. He got all the shoes, man. Go tap in with bro. Yeah, you, you guys need to like fucking that. put those shoes up there because you guys both got straight heat on right now. Something like, man. Something God like. damn. You got a big ass foot, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that, I hope that's not offensive. No, no. <laughs> Uh, okay, so what what is it again? Uh, BNC Kicks, B N, like literally, that's how you spell it. BNC and K I C K S. BNC Kicks. Is that a uh, is that a business or a person? Uh, it's a it's a business, it's a shoe business, but it's my coworker from Pepsi. He got all the sneakers on Instagram. Oh, so that's his Instagram handle. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, so if you need anything, like if I'm trying to get a, you know. Any type of shoes. Like, I, th- I just got these off of them right here. I just got on right now. So yeah, boy got everything you need, bro. BNC Kicks. Tap in with world. Damn, so, okay. So. That's a good plug because I know there's a couple sneakerheads who watch. Uh, all right, Charles. Um, I don't really have no I don't have no businesses to promote really like that, but um It can be like uh it can be like advice, anything that I you just promote want. I promote life. Just be, Amen. be happy. Amen. Be Real talk. Life is great. Just just yeah. Promoting life. Good oh, vibes. We're here for a short time. Might as well make the most of that shit. Yep. Real talk. Stay high off life always. Oh yeah. No. Whatever it gets it done. No, no. Not weed. Just me? Not weed. Okay. I apologize. Might cut this off. <laughs> no, no, hey. I mean, if that's what you want. But, uh, fuck. I wish I would have brought this up because, uh, I mean, we're still going. Mm-hmm. But now the endings can be, like, a little unorthodox. But uh, way back in the beginning of the conversation, you were you both were saying, uh, well, I realize I'm talking really close to it. You were both saying that uh, it's tough for uh, black men to talk about mental health. Mm-hmm. Are either of you guys fans of Kid Cudi? I'm a fan of Kid Cudi. I've heard that one inspirational song he made with, uh... Is that Kid Cudi I'm talking about? The white rapper? No, that's Logic. Never mind. Kid Cudi, no, I know who Kid Cudi is. I know who Kid Cudi is. I knew who Kid Cudi is, bro. My fault, bro. He loves Kid Cudi, bro. Are you a Kid Cudi fan like that? That's him right there. Yeah, I know he is. I know he is. I want no smoke, bro. So the reason I even brought that up is because... So... I like Kid Cudi originally, like back in the day, because I, you know, for one, I liked his music. For two, mm-hmm. like when I was going through shit, he was always talking about like mental health and mm-hmm. you know his his issues. And I was like, oh, this guy's making it cool. Like mental health's cool. Mm-hmm. But then the more I kind of started learning about you know different cultures, it's especially big because he's a he's a black and Mexican man. Mm-hmm. So in the black community, as a man, he's and in hip hop, mm-hmm. he's coming out talking about mental health. I think that's fucking cool. So yeah, I just didn't know. Yeah, I, I love Kid Cudi. That I think the first, like a song, the like, first song that actually made me like super emotional was a Kid Cudi song back in like back in the day. It's probably a soundtrack to my life. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, 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 that song so, it doesn't sound sad, but when you listen to it, the lyrics are like, holy shit, lyrics, it's crazy. Bar, for sure. Yep. Okay. Well, I just had to bring that up because you said that earlier, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna ask about Kid Cudi, and then I was like, nah, <laughs> I talk about him too much. I'm gonna put it away. And then I was like, I can't help it. I gotta bring it back up. But uh, anyway, guys, it was awesome that you guys came out. Great Appreciate conversation. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. Um, like I said, if you guys want to come back on any 25th episode, bring uh, yeah. bring Calvin. I'll bring you, fat boy. <laughs> hey, do you think he's got good uh, food recommendations? Oh, yeah. Tons. <laughs> Tons. Okay, I, I didn't. I'm just poking fun. Uh, but anyway, thanks for reaching out. 
if you're hearing this and you'd like to be a guest on this podcast, hit me up, T-I-M-M podcast. Um, I'm not even going to give a fucking email. No one emails me. Um, until next week, guys. Yes, sir. Tap in. Right? There you go.